If you work hard on your job, you'll make a living. If you work hard on yourself, you can make a fortune. If you would have known me at age 25, you would have said, Jim Rohn's a hard worker. If you'd have known me, you'd have said that. I'm the guy, I don't mind coming a little bit early, staying a little bit late, I don't mind that. You'd have said, well, Jim Rohn's a hard worker. You'd say, well, how come he's got pennies in his pocket and nothing in the bank and behind on his promises? Well, I was a hard worker, but I was working hard on my job, not on my cell. I'm telling you, if you'll learn that simple little principle and start the process today, latest tomorrow, I'll give you tonight to think it over. And start this whole process of personal development, work on yourself, make yourself more valuable to the marketplace. I'm telling you, you can so dynamically change your income and economics is the least of the values <laughs> that you can start earning in terms of equity. If you'll start working harder on yourself than you do on your, on job. your job. Huh? He said if you work hard on your job. You know what I'm saying? Y'all know what we're doing. Let's dive into you know it, what time let's it go, is. Let's go, let's go. You know what time it is. Let's go. You know what it is. Let me sound low. We back. We back. Now who they got up on the park? Gotta watch and see. Pull up a little drink and put it on TV. We back. We live. We live. We live. We back. We back. I had to fix the headphones. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. You know the vibes. Pod yes, sir, day, yes, pod day, pod Drake day. Drake like the you like the theme hey, song? That's a, that's a vibe. Let me run it back because I couldn't hear it in my headphones. Here we go. So we made I made this. This this is original. DJ Sturl, talk to me. Done it again. DJ Sturl. What we talking about? What we talking about? Seven no floor. Sugar Hill game. You know the fucking vibes, man. 704 exclusive. <laughs> you did. Sterl, no that's, a, that's an original, bro. <laughs> that's I appreciate good. you fucking with. You already know what it is, man. Let's hey, get it started, bro. Let's absolutely. get it. Absolutely. What's happening? What's happening? What's happening? What's happening, man? Welcome back. Welcome back to the Epicenter Podcast. That's D A E P I C E N T R E. The R E is the British way, in case you didn't know. The UK way. You feel me? And the voice you're hearing right now is none other than the voice of Mr. Sir, Your Highness King Brill. And I'm here today. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Let's do it. I appreciate it, appreciate it, appreciate it. And I'm here today with the greatest co-host in the world, Talk Mr. To Girls. Me. Mr. Girls, Mr. Girls, like Sterl, man. We got new sounds on the board today, man. We got new <laughs> yeah. sounds. I'm just going like, crazy with the <laughs> shit. You already know what it is, though, man. It's girls like Sterl, the best in the world, man. We in the building, man. We in the building. Dumped the whole clip on the intro. You feel me? <laughs> you feel me? We have two very special guests today, man. Uh -huh. We have a very special episode, man. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we For both sure. got on glasses today. We both got on glasses today because we got to talk business. <laughs> We're talking business today. Business. Business with a B-I-D. You know I told her we was going to dress up and we was going to have the whole look, but yeah. we decided to chill. Can't do it. Chill on it. Can't do it, man. So today we're going to have a little, uh, what will we say, a corporate episode. You know what I'm saying? We're about our episode. business today. We're going to talk about a lot of important things. We got two very important people mm -hmm. today to come and help us on this discussion. You know what I mean? Right. We have to my left. I'll let you introduce yourself. I don't want to do you any disservice. Okay. I'm Chloe. Straight up. Chloe from corporate. Chloe Hold on. Uh, oh announcement. No jobs will be disclosed no jobs in this episode. Will be These so, people work at Lowe's Food. Yeah. <laughs> all, you know, all you people, all you corporate folks, you can't come for us. We're not saying no names. Absolutely. We have absolutely. corporate Jesus business Christ. people. We're going to let them. Oh, your job title. I'm an accountant. Straight up. For Lowe's Food. <laughs> to my right, we have Mr. Draper Brown. Nice to be here. Born and raised in the 704. Come on, man. We had to have, he's a fan of the show. Friend of the show. Big fan we, of the show. We was at the gym and I was like, bruh, 
We need you on the episode, dog. We That's need you on the episode because we had a bunch of like scheduled fallouts and in betweens, and we had Chloe messed up. What time to come today? So <laughs> he was like, Drake, you just called in the reserve. Drake was here, but mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Appreciate you Happy coming, dear. bro. You always pull up for your friends, man. Yeah, Ooh. man, straight up. You heard it, man. <laughs> and nah. uh, job title is a uh, management consultant. For Lowe's food. For Lowe's food. <laughs> <laughs> Don't give Lowe's food no, no, uh, no free, no free press, ads, man. No free press. No free no, in, no in real press. life, though, they do work super corporate jobs at, at big mm-hmm. businesses that are really running the nation. So mm-hmm. we're going to leave the names out like we said, but we got some important people in the building. Pank in the building, too. Pank, Pank is, is a man of corporate, too. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Clap it up for Cor- Pank in the back. Yes, sir. Pank. <laughs> corporate Pank. Hey, you know man. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm in corporate. I think you're the only one that's not. Not in today. corporate, man. Damn, bro. You got to give it away. <laughs> is it the way? Is it the way? Man, well, hopefully today I'm going to need y'all to drop some gems so I can take what y'all, y'all corporate gems and put them in my mm-hmm. business. You know what I mean? There we go. Because as an entrepreneur, transparently, you know, it's right. uh, the allure. We've been the allure uh, since 2020, I want to say. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it be social media and life, you're just having conversations. People want to do the freedom. They want to do this. Right. But a lot of people talk about the perks and they admire the perks, but they don't understand when you're really an entrepreneur full time, there's a lot of shit you have to figure out on your mm, own. By yourself. And yeah. when you're figuring it out, you figure it out and you uh you you develop a lot of things, a lot of nooks and crannies in your business. You don't know sometimes what you're exceeding, what you're having success because of versus mm-hmm. what you're having success mm-hmm. in spite of. Right. right you know right. what I mean? Mm-hmm. So when you uh, when I talk with people who are actually in big business, prestigious people like we have on today, you get to really fill in the blanks and see, okay, how have they been doing it? Because a lot of things that you guys know come from a tradition of very successful companies. And people have been doing for years. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And we, as entrepreneurs, when we get that game, we immediately know how to implement it. Mm-hmm. And it's you know super helpful for our business, man. So let's right. get into it, man. <sighs> Here we go. Here we go. So as a, as a corporate person, you know, when I think of corporate, uh, the inception of that mind state, for me, how I see it starts in university. Would mm-hmm. I be accurate in that? You know, the degrees play a lot, I would imagine, in a lot of those mm-hmm. fields. Um, so I want you guys' opinion. Um, yours too, sir. Everybody's. Yeah. Uh, are degrees worthless or are they worthwhile? Mm-hmm. I mean, I definitely think degrees are still worthwhile, right? Like, degree aside, college experience is worthwhile, right? Mm-hmm. You have to talk about the actual degree. And degree will get you a foot in the door. Right. It'll Mm -hmm. get you introduced to people. It'll get you certain experiences. It'll get you a network of people from your school. It'll get you connected to people from other schools. Mm -hmm. It gives you some sort of like certification. Right. We all talk about tech certs and, you know, cybersecurity and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. A lot of people don't want to go into that. Somebody might want to go into marketing. Somebody mm. might want to go into HR. Somebody might want to go into engineering. A lot of times they're looking at, if we're going to let you into this company, we need a degree. And a lot of times from a reputable university, institution, you know, yeah, a reputable university. university. So, I, I mean, I definitely feel like if you want to get into corporate, a degree is still worthwhile. I right. think a lot of times companies won't even look at you if you don't have a degree. Facts. Yeah, facts. I was talking to Stur. I'm sorry, Chloe. No, we, me and Stur were joking. We was like, yo, we got to have Drake on. Drake did everything right. <laughs> everything. This right, the right school, the hey. right major. The <laughs> background, <laughs> before we get into it, before we, and I'm going to let you get to it, but me and Drake known each other since. Hey. We were probably like six, seven, six, seven yeah. from church. Our parents were both deacons in the church. We went to middle school together, separated mm-hmm. in our high school, but then like he came out uh, uh, Omega at Chapel Hill. Yep. I did the year after at State, but we always kept in contact. We've been like, I'm pretty sure I'm being his wedding. He'll be a mine type yeah, of relationship. Yeah, we know each other for a long time. But I always, I feel like, bro, Draper did everything like the <laughs> the right school, then got the house, the, you know what I'm saying? Hey. And, and, and well traveled. We're going to talk about it and get into Ooh, it. Get into but it. like corporate was one of those things too. Like the job, been straight. Draper yeah. been had ben a job straight. in ben corporate straight. and been, you know what I'm saying, doing his thing and moving up in his company. So 
that's your your take on the degrees and whatnot. Yeah. So, Claude, you think degrees are, are still worth it? They worthwhile or not? You know what I'm saying? What um, you what's your thoughts on that? Going along with what he said, they're definitely worth it. But the degree itself, I feel like it's really just a piece of paper. For it's sure. everything that comes with it. Because like in college, I would say I probably learned 10% of what I'm doing now. Mm, like wow. a job itself yeah. teaches you everything you need to know. But the sad part about it is you need that piece of paper to get your foot in that door. Right. And I would say it's more like networking and the people you meet and the college you go to. It definitely mm. like certain colleges are better at certain things. So like people look for that. So I still feel like the degree helps to a point because it's getting your foot in the door. But I wouldn't say it helps to the point of you're going to know exactly what you're doing in your mm -hmm. job, if that makes sense. Absolutely. Okay, okay. I, was about about I think that about a lot of jobs. Now, like most of the times you can just go in, they'll teach you what you need to. Mm -hmm. Now I yeah. saw some, some posts online. It was like, uh, I think it was like Justin, the boy who was like, I was uh, applying for jobs and now I'm a preacher. <laughs> I, got, I got church on Sunday. And like, you know, it was a joke yeah. though, but it's like, you'll figure it out. Like you can get the job. People just be applying, you know, and even in our world, like as the, the corporate background that we have, we can apply for any job, mm -hmm. get it based off our quali qualifications and then learn what you need once you actually in the job. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I feel like they look at that degree as like, you can take a certain period of your life, dedicate yourself to something, mm -hmm. achieve something, work hard and finish. Like, it's, right, right. You make it, a really good point. Like you might, Work in Bank of America at a you know in a finance job, but you were a psych major undergrad. Exactly, right? Right. they right. just want to see that. Hey, can you dedicate? Can you work hard? Can you focus mm -hmm. for a certain amount of time? So like, it's yeah, that degree part is definitely like. Mm. I know a lot of people that do absolutely nothing that they learned to undergrad, but right. a lot of times companies just want to be like, hey, can you work hard? Right? Can you actually dedicate? Are you somebody that we can depend on? And a lot of times mm -hmm. people look at a degree as that substandard. That's facts. Yeah, absolutely. I want you guys to speak about um. Because uh, that's probably the uh, the the uh, positive portion of the degree experience. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When you have the right major, you make the right decisions. Everything's more so aligned. Um, right. But uh, speak a little bit too, because I'm a. I actually graduated with the exercise science degree. Uh, for somebody that doesn't know about kinesiology or exercise science, uh, it's a mixture of people who want to be personal trainers, people who want to mm -hmm. be physical therapists, mm -hmm. physicians, physicians assistant. Yeah. Uh, there's certain uh, medical fields that you can go in with that kind of degree too. It's it's akin to nursing, right? Yeah. A, a standard derivative away from nursing. Um, and there are a lot of people, man, a lot of people in my major who get weeded out every single semester because you can't mm -hmm. make more than a couple. You make two Ds, it's over for you. It's mm. over for you. Like you change your major, get get out, yeah, and that's right. through the chemistries and the biologies and all that stuff like that. So, um, <clears throat> are there any times where you see people with decent degrees and they're having trouble figuring it out into the workforce, mm -hmm. or they're finding a, getting their foot in corporate? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Talk talk about that aspect. If you have any experience seeing people like that, because we know it's not the case with you guys, but <laughs> <laughs> y'all good. So it might be a recession coming. Like, <laughs> we gonna see. Knock on wood. We're knock, knock on, on wood, wood right? Yeah. Let me let me do that. Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of times people. People will get a degree and they realize, I don't want to do this, mm -hmm. right? Like somebody might get a degree in, in psychology and realize, I don't want to be a psychiatrist. I don't actually want anything to do with the medical field. But I made a decision at 18 and 19 to pick this major thinking mm -hmm. maybe I wanted to do this at 23, 24, 25. And now I'm here and I realize I want to work in tech or I realize I want to be an entrepreneur or I realize that I want to you know become a teacher or whatever it may be. And sometimes people will struggle because a lot of times... We talk about your degree doesn't really mean, you know, too, too much in terms of like what it is you actually studied. But sometimes if you want to get into finance and they see you've got an undergraduate degree in 
I don't know, social work. They're like, ah, right. we don't really know if you have the skill set or the set. interest. Yeah, just so based sometimes, off that. yeah, sometimes based off that, you got to do a little extra. You might have to go get a cert. You might have to network your way in. You might have to start a little lower than what you would have wanted to come in at. Mm-hmm. So, like, I feel like a lot of times when people struggle, it's because like they're switching up the entire plan, or uh, sometimes they, you know, they're interested in something where they know nobody, or the the company is not interested mm-hmm. in the school that they went to hiring them from it. So, it's usually like. Differing from what you started with at like 18 or 19, a lot of times, which is okay to do. Everyone does. I, I'm not doing what I thought I was going to be doing. At How important? That was going to be <laughs> one of my questions. Yeah. I was going to say, what are y'all doing what y'all thought y'all were going to do? Because let's talk about college first and getting mm-hmm. into it. Mm-hmm. Chapel Hill, Penn State, mm-hmm. very prestigious colleges on both ends. Yeah. Did y'all go into college knowing what y'all wanted to do five, six years prior to that? I did. I chose it. I did. I chose accounting right away. But now seeing the work I have to do, Mm. it's like college didn't really prepare me for that. So now it's questioning, like, do I want to keep doing this or do I want to go another business route? Like, that's what I feel like it doesn't prepare you enough for. Mm -hmm. Or like the ratio of people that probably go to college and don't do the degree they got their degree in for work their whole life. Like, it's huge. And that's what people don't talk about. But that's why it's like the degree's still worth it because at least you have one and can you go can other avenues with it. with it. Yeah, It's a part of the resume, not the exactly. resume. How yeah. you how you guys feel about, uh, I'm sorry, this is a better question. What percentage of uh, hires do you think are kind of made off of or skewed by the actual college that you went to? How yeah. how important is that? Because I'm pretty sure that wasn't a problem with y'all school. When you tell the Chapel Hill, you say Penn State, uh, they're so, like, oh, okay. You know, I definitely, I, I get the question. I think that, a lot of times when it comes to whatever career you want to get into, yeah. the college you went to matters more than what your degree was in. Wow. And, mm. I, and I would wow. say this because I, I knew people that would go to, you know, our rival Duke University that would major in like women's studies or anthropology or various things and mm-hmm. would go work on Wall Street afterwards. Wow. We'd go into private equity. We'd go into investment banking. We'd go into management consulting. And I'm like, if I, at Chapel Hill, I can't manage an anthropology. <laughs> Step onto Wall Street. Like, Man. so I think that a lot of times, like, they look at, yeah, they look at the fact that you, and I feel like this kind of plays in what we're talking about. They just want to see, how hard was it for you to get that degree? How much did mm-hmm. you dedicate? Mm-hmm. Did you get that piece of paper? And if you got it from an extremely prestigious university, right. a lot of times we don't care what you studied. We know you worked your ass off to get it. We yeah. know it took a lot for you to get into this school. Mm-hmm. Come work for us. We'll and teach you everything. It's we a need lot of connections, I would assume, from those schools. Those people that are working in those businesses on Wall Street, they went to Duke as well. Mm-hmm. So you got that foot in the door from like, just knowing somebody that went there, that's a big, I'm pretty sure you meet a lot of like Chapel Hill. Oh, when Chapel Hill, you good. Like, yeah, yeah, like, you know, or yeah, yeah, yeah. It's no, definitely, right. it's like a family, right? It's like a family, like, right, yeah, right. Yeah, 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 definitely so, definitely so. A fraternity all its own, man. College, yeah, Ivy League. Is both Ivy Leagues? Nah, we're technically a public Ivy, which okay. is just like Ivy five League? public no? Ivies. Ivy League, and that, I sound dumb asking that on here. Ivy League is like what, Harvard and Brown or Yale. Yale, okay, okay, okay. Yep, 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 all those, yep, yep, yep. UPenn, yep, 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 all those, yeah. So, okay, so let's speed up. Let's speed up. Let's talk about you guys' introduction into corporate. Mm. Like, let's talk first job. Mm. What were some of the... uh, Take us back. Some of the etiquettes that you guys had to learn coming into corporate. What was something that you said, okay, I have to fix this shit, or this is not going to work. I got to learn this. I don't know this. Take me on that journey. Let's take it it back to... Oh shoot! We changed the sound. We changed it. We changed the sound. <laughs> oh, shit, that was supposed to be my heart. <laughs> my bad, dog. <laughs> I had a nice little rewind us back into time. But go ahead. Yeah. Um, I just started in January actually, but I did an internship last year while I was doing my master's program, 
And I would say the biggest thing is communication because in college you need communication, I guess, in like group project settings. But like especially when you're working virtual, it's so big on communication because like you have to talk to your managers, senior managers. Everyone has different schedules. So if you don't talk with them throughout the whole thing, you're going to fall behind and it all does fall on you because like you're the lowest in the totem pool that's Ah, just how it is at first so you almost got to be extra communicating and like they definitely prefer that than not because they want to know like where you're at in your projects when it'll be done and all that kind of stuff so then they can kind of plan around it as well and that's definitely Mm -hmm. an adjustment because like even if i'm getting stuff done i've never thought that like i kind of got to let someone else know i'm getting Mm. it done so they can plan accordingly too or it's like if you have a deadline in like a month you have to get your work done in a week because then you got to plan for other people to get it done behind you if that makes sense yeah you teamwork (laughs) the epitome of teamwork i guess Mm -hmm. it would be it was a fair way to say that that leads me to something else uh micromanagement does that kind of did you feel micromanaged at a point to okay i have to tell you every day what i've done in adjustment how did you feel how you feel about that word micromanagement it's definitely an adjustment because i'm like in college you kind of have your own schedule like you don't really got to communicate to people yeah but it definitely helps just the flow of it and i feel like that's what corporate teaches you is how many people you have to work with yeah it's like something you never thought in like your 20 person class or a group project that you had four people now you got to communicate to what 20 30 it depends how many people And then those on people have bosses too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Your boss has like, like a chain, boss he has to go yeah. to. Yeah, that's the true. The chain never stops. So it I really feel like doesn't. It, <laughs> it really doesn't. Yeah. So I feel like it's important to know the people you're closest with and like make sure they have good communication skills too cuz like mm-hmm. you're supposed to report to the person above you but if that person doesn't keep reporting you should almost make sure you report to both so it doesn't fall wow. back on you. It's just like almost doing the extra steps so you're never one step behind and two steps Mm -hmm. basically. Honestly, that was fire. That was fire. I gotta get used. To, I'm, I'm sorry, my, the buttons have changed, though. And I just hey, keep bro. pressing. But that was a fire <laughs> statement. Yeah. What, what was, was the last? The last part you said, not to cut you up, was said, make sure two steps ahead, so you're not a step behind. Yeah, I said you never mm. want to be one step back. You always want to be two steps forward. That was just hard. communicating on the extra front. Does that bleed over into real life, like your communication style? Yeah. Like especially because like how busy I am, I just like. I never want it to be like I'm neglecting people, but it's just like I'm in a really busy time. So I always mm-hmm. still still try to take that extra five minutes to check in with people. Even if I can't see you every week, I'm still like I'm there. I'm just busy. I promise like we'll catch up. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a big communication person. Like I'm always going to make Jeez. sure you're good. Even Sending if I follow can't up see emails you. to your oh, friends. Yeah. Yeah, just yeah. following up, bro. Just making sure we're still up. good for yeah. lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's, a, that's such a responsible place in life to be. That's such a responsible place in life to be. I aim to be that responsible uh one of the uh, pitfalls of me in entrepreneurship, I'm not going to put this on entrepreneurship, is a lot of times my my weekends end up being bigger work days than my work week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And uh, as far as scheduling, I have plans as far as my professional life in terms right. of what I hope to achieve, quarterly goals, weekly goals, monthly goals, numbers I like to see hit, KPIs like we were talking about earlier. KPIs. But in my personal life, I have no fucking clue what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> just even, rolling, just going bro, with the flow. Yeah. Even, to, even to like schedule, I was telling Sterling about this too, uh, 
the difference between scheduling a haircut mm. as opposed to getting oh, your hair braided, man. <laughs> braided with women. Jesus so Christ. I have to compete with the girls getting ankle length braids, and they know what vacation they're going on in July, in right, January. Right, yeah, right. Versus, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to Houston until two weeks before, <laughs> so I'm calling like, "Hey, can you, hey, can you give me a cut? Can you, hey, what can we do?" Because I was booked three months out. Like <laughs> I was telling, I was telling bro, like my barber, I hit him up every Friday, yeah. but I just was like, "Let me just be responsible." Like, bro, just put me on the schedule for every Friday, and yeah. if I don't, if I hit you up, then that means I can't make it. Yeah. And he was like, "Bro, that shows how like how you schedule your haircut sort of shows how responsible you are." But you brought up something about uh, vacations, like. Yeah. The girls be knowing when they're going to go on vacation mm -hmm. months in advance. But Draper here is very well traveled. And I <laughs> think it comes True. from his base in corporate. Like being oh, there, the, the money speaks. The money hey, speaks. Listen, I'm, so let's talk about vacation. And in, in 2023, being so, this is my real question balancing social life and corporate life. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. planning those vacations out because, you know, we only got a specific amount of days. Like yeah. making sure your work is done before you leave so you're not coming back to a to a fire. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You got to put out like a whole thing. Like, you know, you want to come back from your vacation. So it's like, how do you, Draper, for you specifically, how are you planning uh, strategically your vacations with yeah. work, with social life, and, you know what I'm saying, and still being, you know, ready for work, that type of thing? How are you balancing that? Honestly, it's whooping my ass. <laughs> <laughs> bro, like, to, like, hey. give me <laughs> bro, like just but to be honest like being able, like a lot of times when you want to take an extended amount of period like an extended time off right yeah. the amount of work you have to put in beforehand oh, right right insane insane bro like to, to prepare <laughs> the people that below that are below you right. and the people that are above you for you to be off for six days in a row it's like those three days beforehand you you got to get your hair cut right you got to go get a new fit but then on uh, top of that you working you putting in an extra 20 25 percent of time in the job to make sure everybody knows everything that you're responsible for mm. is going to be taken care of like right. you have to hand it to them on a silver platter because everyone's so busy at work right so i would say that like that is taxing but i feel like if you work for a company that encourages vacation, doesn't mm. penalize you for taking time off, and like you know has a large number of vacation days, right. it's definitely doable. But like you have to put the time and effort in. Like you mm -hmm. still have to save up for it. You still right. have to communicate with people about when you're going to be off, right. way in advance, so that they can make sure that they're ready. So like That's it's true. a challenge, but it's it's almost like kind of like a part time job. Like. I got right. work, but then I got like, I'm trying to work out. I'm trying to go, you know, see this different country. I'm trying to, you know what I'm saying? See my family. Like it, mm. sometimes it can feel like a part-time job scheduling everything. It's just in. scheduling. It's just scheduling, bro. It's communication. Yeah. It's communication scheduling. Communication is scheduling. It's organization. Wow. Like, bro. All of those things they taught us in, in college and school sort of does come back to like right. relive itself, but in a different atmosphere. Uh, they wanted you to like time manage yourself, like what class you have versus going to the cab versus, but like in real life, it's like, I got to send this email before mm -hmm. this, then this has to happen. So that, you know what I'm saying? This is like a whole system of a never ending, like, you, you know procrastinate, it messes you up. You right. wait too long to book the flight. Now it's up $200. You got to <laughs> no, leave no. at 5am. Right, right, right. <laughs> the Airbnb not open till three. You got to yeah, figure yeah, out what to do. What like, you going to do? Yeah, it's That's a true. lot, bro. It's, it's a lot. It's crazy. I admire that, man. Because being the, being your own boss, it, you're you so, much, about so much of your success is limited by your own skills mm. and habits. So mm. when you're coming into an environment where, you know, it's a huge tradition of corporate success and you're sometimes mm -hmm. you can be a number and you kind of have to prove yourself yeah. you're coming into a system it forces you to maintain a level of like you said communication, mm -hmm. organization, mm -hmm. uh just the, the whole nine in terms of teamwork as opposed to there are times when I feel like I don't communicate properly or I forget yeah. mm -hmm. to or I'm not as organized or I can't tell you what next month looks like for mm -hmm. quarters if you want to take a vacation. But that's something that I, I admire that level of organization and it allows you to have that foresight mm -hmm. to understand what's coming in that teamwork. It seems yeah. 
seems to flow the yeah. way you guys tell but it. But like man. somebody like you, what like how do you how do you do that? Because like, do you ever feel like I can't take time so, off or I feel guilty taking time off? Like, because everything mm-hmm. is kind of on you, right? Like it's it's heavy on Brill's shoulders. The success of Rich Royals, right? You kicking things mm-hmm. off. You've got it sustainable, but like at the same time, like that's that shit is your baby. Right, <laughs> yeah, right. you know what I'm saying. How do you, how do you do that? So that's for true. me, um, it, it I work a lot not because I have to, but because I work and play in the same place. Mm. Um, the same thing that drives marketing dollars and uh, leads in the top of my generation funnel is the same thing that I love doing just for fun. If I got bored, I would do the same exact thing. So mm-hmm. I end up working a lot. Um, and the hardest thing for me is. Being able to balance, like I told Sarah probably mm-hmm. weeks ago, uh, balancing the creative and the executive. You know, that's why a lot of people mm-hmm. who do content creation or own businesses have trouble stepping into each other's lanes mm-hmm. because uh, letting. I, that, I had another video that was going to talk about that. I'll play it after you finish. That okay. being a being a creative person, man, there's so much. Uh, artistic you know getting into your own rhythm Mm -hmm. of ideas being able to have the confidence to create and release those ideas to the world taking risk when you can't chart or measure it quantitatively Mm -hmm. you know that's a mark it opens up your marketing brain to a different level like a lot of big big companies are having trouble even marketing on social media because it takes so much of that creative artistry to do a whole different person Mm -hmm. i'm great you need a whole different person, person a lot of times for that um and then when i you know Turn on that executive brain. Well, I have to, I have to be able to manage my artistry. I have to be able to manage mm-hmm. myself and say, okay, well, you can't just go ape, ape shit and just make this because you feel like making it. What? How are we going to position this? So how can mm-hmm. we build a conglomerate around the art? Um, and why am I to spend one week? doing artistry and then yeah. the next week uh, planning doing around business. it like okay this is we're going to release it here this is going to bring this it's going to make sense product mm-hmm. return, inventory and for me uh, the biggest thing is I, you're not going to be gifted at everything but there's mm-hmm. going to be there's different aspects of business that you have to learn like mm-hmm. I, I, you never really realize when you start a business as an entrepreneur HR isn't something that you that's not a priority usually mm. making money sales marketing those are the things that most entrepreneurs focus on but to build a company HR the hiring firing sourcing of talent mm-hmm. is the biggest and onboarding that's one of the biggest thing differences between oh you just run a business you have one or two employees and you have five six you have mm-hmm. 20 employees how do you source these people how do you find qualified people all mm-hmm. these things are so important but as an entrepreneur, you have to bump your head and figure that out yeah. as opposed to having a system where you learned what greats have done for Just years and years and decades and decades, man. So how do you, let me, we get to ask her on that. Yours, how are you balancing work life, vacation, and the things you do outside of work with work? I was going to touch on his point about like organization almost with the communication too. Like, you really have to plan before you take a vacation. It's not like a job where everyone does the same thing you do. Mm-hmm. Like you have your own clients. So you have to make sure you get your work done before you go on a vacation. It's mm. not like I'm leaving next week. Everyone else is going to do my work. Mm-hmm. So you almost mm-hmm. have to work like not double, just like make sure you're working. Job, like yeah, yeah. Like I'm going to work longer days before I go just to make sure I don't yeah. stress to have to check my computer or check my phone. Cause that's the other thing. I don't know if you have it, but like mm-hmm. I have all my apps on my phone. Got to. So so like work is always in your always, face right, but you have right. to be able to pause it so you have that work life balance yeah. or you will yeah. almost like go a little crazy because you always feel like you need to be like attentive and like my there bad, bad. Yeah. so I definitely mm-hmm. have to like make sure it's like a part time job like you said and that is what I think circling back to our first point mm-hmm. a degree doesn't teach you doesn't like work. college 
you are very busy. It might be some of the stressful times of your life, but you could go take a nap for three hours and then <laughs> go back to Thanks. your stuff and get Thanks. it done. Pull an all nighter work. No matter what you do the day before, you got to be up the next day to do it again. Like, it. Mm-hmm. So it's really about planning. I have so many calendars. If I don't write stuff down, <laughs> I be forgetting everything. Yeah. Like, shout out to us. Uh, it's really shout out Mac. Yeah, shout out Mac, man. <laughs> shout our, out Mac. Our, our trusty, never dusty assistant, man. She <laughs> lives in Google Docs. She yep. like that. Like that's that's. When we, we put out that announcement we were talking about earlier, she yeah. I mean she got on it and that made the systems a lot better. Like mm-hmm. even with this podcast, like people look at it and they don't realize that it's a business. And me and Brill mm-hmm. are like the CEOs and we having a you know fine, but we're doing everything. We're outsourcing mm-hmm. our talents and so we're onboarding new people that like we reach out to y'all. You know what I'm saying? We have her for like our like once we've done that work, mm-hmm. she can sort of like wrap it up in a nice bow and and call it a day. That's the comms. But yeah, yeah, yeah. as this begins and as it starts off, just like like Walmart, any business probably started or, or McDonald's started with like two people that mm-hmm. had to do everything first and then teach yeah. those people. Those people teach people. Those people leave. Then you got to bring other people in. So right now, you know, she's on the road to be a doctor. Mm-hmm. So soon we're going to have to find someone to fill in what she's doing based off the system she's put in place. Yeah. But with corporate life, they, these jobs have been set, like our businesses have been running for years. Mm-hmm. We are literally just inserts of like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like if we don't have it, they'll just hire another little fresh kid from yeah, college, yeah, yeah. teach him everything to know. He'll learn it on his first day and then it just continues to go like that. You I know wish, what I'm saying? I wish T was here for this episode because he's on, <laughs> he's probably uh, one of my mentors and best friends for uh, conversations in terms of business because right, he's more yeah. uh, seasoned as of an mm-hmm. entrepreneur than I am. He has more companies in his business to hold. The whole when you nine. talk to a seasoned entrepreneur, it's just he, like talking to a, 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 a corporate CEO because eventually, facts. like this business be, will be corporate. Mm-hmm. You know it's what I'm just, saying? If it's not already, but his systems that he put in place will just follow to the next person he puts in the managerial position to run it the systems and that's why I think uh, a lot of people who are in corporate who might want to dive into entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. a lot of times Mm -hmm. you don't understand how much game you're around Mm because you those even your job description and standard SOPs, your KPIs, that is literally how you can you can make that business. Mm-hmm. You can do that same thing for your own company, or you create those roles. Like mm-hmm. just understanding what your team does. If you have a team of six, being able to, uh, I guess, understand and comprehend each person's goals day to day, their KPIs, their monthly mm-hmm. indicators, and stuff like that. You can build your own company doing that. Right. It's just so much game, bro. Business has the same skeleton, dog. Yeah. Play this clip I before like we go to break. Oh, go ahead, Drake. Go ahead. I was just gonna say, I feel like a lot of us are scared to jump into entrepreneurship because sometimes we like the security mm. of a job. Oh, see, like, that's what we should. Bro, there, there we're talking about. Okay, bro, don't too quick. Bro, there are times bro, like, at, at work, bro. I suck. <laughs> there are some times, bro. You, you, bro. There's like a three day span where I'm like, I look back, I'm like, I trash. Did nothing. <laughs> I was trash. Missed this email. Woke up late. This and I, bro. Guess what? The check was the same. The check was what? the same. <laughs> Talk but like, bro, it. if I'm an entrepreneurship and I'm missing an important meeting with a source, uh, it's a you know, I'm sourcing from India or I'm sourcing from Indianapolis, I missed that. Now I'm beat. All my orders late for the next week. Mm. I can't, I got to shop at Food Line instead of Publix. Like, Talk bro, it's, shit, uh, bro, it's, it's, it's a lot, bro, it's a lot we of this stuff. We go to break, man. Yeah, man. We, we can get into it after the break. I used to take my family to the beach and I would bring my briefcase. Or at the beach, I'm saying I should be at the office. I should be at the office. Now my family's upset. Because I'm at the beach and I'm thinking office, office, office. Now when I'm at the office, I'm thinking what? i got to get my family to the beach, the beach, the beach. Here's what I learned to do. At the beach, be at the beach. At the office, be at the office. When you work, work. When you play, play. Don't mix the two. When you work, work. When you play, play. We're running the break, man. We're running the break real quick. You already know what it is, man. Let's get it. Uh, 
what it is, man. We back at it. We back at it. Let's get it. Uh, what you say? Know what it is. King Brown done, done it again. I thought that was Sugar Hill game. I'm about to start beatboxing, nigga. You got to be pissing that everybody hates Chris Mean. Yeah, I didn't start hitting. Nah, you got to hold the headphone on the... Dribble that out. Dribble that out. Hey, send me the link, bro. Send me the link. Gotcha. Put that bitch on iTunes. Done it again. Alpha music, nigga. We throwing it back. You already know what it is, man. We back. We back. We back. DJ Talk to me. Huh? DJ Sterl. No cap. That was right on. Label way. Yeah, you feel me? You feel me? Label way. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back, man. Uh... Having some very interesting conversations with some very interesting people, man. It's lit. Corporate life, corporate life, corporate life, corporate life, man. Let's, one, one, one thing Let's before we start. Yeah, uh, we have a proper introduction here. <laughs> we need a proper introduction. Chloe would like to redo her introduction, y'all. Well so we're going to give you the, the floor to Thank you. reintroduce yourself other than saying hi, I'm Paul. Okay. <laughs> to My name's Chloe Kindig. I went to Penn State and I recently moved here and I'm now an accountant and model on the side. Claps for that. I didn't even know she was a model on the side. That's crazy. When you when you introduce yourself to somebody who works with you, what do you just like? Hey, I'm Chloe from accounting. That's because that's <laughs> that's, that's, people think accountants don't have lives, so I try not to oh, like really? oh. broadcast mm. that. Yeah. They said you, they don't think you have lives. Is that what you yeah, said? Yeah, like mm. like I don't have a life, but I like to think I do a lot. Yeah, in my social life. I thought accountants <laughs> only didn't have a life from like what March to like. May busy season, the fiscal yeah. season, January to April. <laughs> January to April. Oh shit! And then August to October. Yeah. Right. Well, let's let's talk about that. Let's talk about having lives <laughs> yeah. in corporate, right? Yeah. So we were talking off air, Chloe and I, about working from home. Mm. Working from home might have been one of the best things to happen, or worst things that happened to corporate. Mm. You know, I came in after my story was entrepreneur to corporate and still doing, you know, both at the same time. But working from home, I only go in the office Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's just great to be able to be at home and work. And then those two days, I can get dressed up and go and put on a, a suit and go in and not have mm-hmm. to worry about it for the rest of the week. What's y'all's battles with working <laughs> from home? Um, battles or you know whatever good upsides, and bad yeah upsides. definitely um i feel like you could get more work done at home in the office if there's mm. a bunch of people like you talk all day you go right. to lunch like for me personally i eat my lunch at my desk like while i'm working because i just like to get the day over with mm, but if i know. go yeah i'll be leaving <laughs> <laughs> but if i'm in I'm the out. office i'm definitely gonna like go to team lunches meet people talk to people like the networking side but i feel like you could also get lazy at home like i like to have a morning routine when i go into the office mm. but if i'm at home i could hit snooze 10 times and mm. roll out of bed Tell and then i'm right there it. so Thanks. it's definitely like a downside and a upside the flexibility too honestly i feel like i feel like ugh, i'm gonna sound like <laughs> go ahead Jay, Listen, bro, I, I no watching. i'm not trying to be <laughs> i'm not trying to be that guy but like honestly i feel like humans were meant to interact with each other more often than we do mm. Now that a lot of us work from home, like mm. you could literally be in your home for four days straight and never see another human being get all your work done, make yeah. your dinner. Like, but like, I don't work from home. If you got an at home gym, mm-hmm. I'm pro work from home. Like, I feel like that should be integrated into every single organization, every single company. Like now that we mm-hmm. have the ability to do it and we've proven that we can, right. let's keep it a thing. But to be honest, like I'm, I, bro, there's times where I just feel like, I don't, I don't know if it's super healthy for the human 
like race yeah. to spend mm-hmm. that much time At isolated home. in a home. Like True. you can, well, bro, there's times I'll go a month and I'm never like, I never work with anybody in person. And then there's times wow. where I'm in a month and you know, I travel a bit for work, but like, bro, I just, I feel like personally it's not healthy. That's why like, I would never want a home gym. I'm like, I like to be at the gym. I like to see people, right, talk to people, right. say I like the community aspect. That's true. Now, granted, there's a lot of things that like, especially people of color, that we deal with at work that like isn't mm. necessarily beneficial to us from a mental health standpoint. I'm very much so aware of that. Like whether that's Expound micro, on that. microaggressions or like having to put on like, you know, a face or a code facade. switching. You got that on there. Yeah, code yeah. switching. Like those are things that like, yeah, you definitely have to deal with. And they're part of like working from like an actual office and being a part of a company and going mm. in person. True. But also from that, you know what I miss? I miss my black coworkers. Like we used to cut up, <laughs> right? Like I do. Like sometimes I, you do miss that aspect of yeah. like being able to community. hang out with people. We talk about common problems that we have, things right. of that nature. Like that community aspect. I feel like you don't you don't get that when you're out of work from home the majority of the time. Place, um, but yeah, I yeah. don't know, man. When you guys were, when uh when COVID first started, uh, and you guys, I don't know if you guys just got into your roles now. Did you guys miss the office? See, for me, I never had that because I started working started after. after COVID. Like, okay. I was in college when COVID happened. Okay. So that's why I was going to say it would be really weird for me if I was obligated to go in 24-7 because now I'm so used to at least having, like he said, half the week at home, half the week in the office that yeah. it would be weird to have to wake up five days a week and, like, be present somewhere, if that mm. makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I missed it from a – it made certain things in my life easier like so, what? like, I'm going to be honest, uh, working from home sometimes, like, ah, Sterl, I need a nap, bro. <laughs> hey. hey, when I need a nap and I'm at home, bed right there. take that nap. I'll take that. It's you right there. But, just like, in the office, like, I'm not going to lie, like, sometimes it did, like, force me to, like, push through things and, like, mm-hmm. whether, like, like, let's say you knew the job, right? Right. We need to run through some things. We need to learn this new process. A lot of, like, let's get on the whiteboard. Let's figure it out. But, like, at home, it made a lot of, like, processes or learning or onboarding or whatever it may be. Stressed it made out. a lot mm-hmm. of things a lot more difficult to do. I would say that because those days that I do go in, it's a lot more work packed into two days that could be stretched out over a week. Mm -hmm. Like we'll get in and be like, you know, we're talking about it through email. Like let's just go over it Tuesday when you come in. Mm -hmm. And Tuesday turns into like, let's finish it up on Wednesday. Yeah. Now I can see if we were doing it and we're stretching out throughout a whole week, it would probably be this piece, this piece. But like Tuesdays and Wednesdays is jam packed. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Some weeks of like stuff we're doing and I'm in sales. So it's a little bit different. Yeah. But I mean, from, from accounting for sure. But just a lot of the stuff we go through and then like me starting, I started last August. Mm-hmm. So there's still some like new things that are coming in. Like we need to, you know, they need to be there. Your supervisor needs to be there to like get you into the system we're working with or something. Like it's just a bunch of stuff that is usually done throughout the week that's jammed into two days mm-hmm. and it's hard to do virtual, mm-hmm. you know, just, or not hard, but it just makes it a little bit more lengthy, the process when it should be just something quick. Yeah, the, way think, this, the way this conversation is going, y'all going to end up back in the office 100% of the time. <laughs> hey, we, about to, we about to get our laptops <laughs> out hey, now. Drake, we, saw, we saw you on the podcast support, <laughs> but hey, let's go ahead and bring, get you bring back that in. Back. We're glad you feel this way. Come on, man. Five days a laptop Per your last podcast. Email etiquette. Per your last podcast. last podcast. We like we saw that you didn't mind coming in five days. So. Matter of fact, can you lead the initiative to get <laughs> Bring your other. Hey, just send the link. Send the link. Hey, oh my god! Everybody bro. just come back in, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, there's definitely there's advantages to working from home. You like you talked about keeping the apps on your phone. Like, if you need to run and you, I want to go to grab lunch real quick. Right. I can respond to things on Outlook or Teams. I'm at Heck my, yeah. you know, I'm at my crib. I got what do y'all apps use? Phone. Teams. Outlook and teams. Yeah. Outlook and teams. Yep, 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 yep. Outlook. Big teams guy. Big teams guy. I felt official <laughs> when I sent my first like uh 
email update or scheduling update yeah. on Google Calendar. <laughs> <laughs> I, probably, well, I probably sent it 2022. I was like, yo, I'm official. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm it's like official. every day when I go to bed, like I look at my calendar for the next day and just seeing like what's on their appointments and like yeah. damn and then I go to sleep and you kind of got you know to though you got to know what type of sleep you need like yeah. if it's like yeah, hey, facts, facts. I don't got to meet until two we up <laughs> we, right, watching right. succession power <laughs> hey, whatever. I can I spend can, a little time I can spend a little time saying? it's like I got an 8am with my boss oh. like uh, let me just let me go ahead and call it now brush the teeth and get in the bed that's facts software is different do y'all ever use Asana y'all know what that is nah what's that pink man trying to integrate Asana into our workflows was so it was treacherous what is it? Uh, what is it? It's a, it's a uh, it's a communication base. So of course it it go- coincides with like Google calendars yeah. or like an Apple calendar, mm. um, and you can kind of see what your team is doing. So let's say if I got three employees and me, um, they can all see what their uh, what their duties of today is, what their weekly expectations are. Okay, and it's just you know input outputs. I can <clears> see when you check it off and do it, and just that's why I have to grow as an entrepreneur and a manager yeah. because. I don't even like using that shit. I'll be, I'm telling, I'm telling everybody right. else, make sure you check in, do this. Yeah. And I'm texting people what the fuck they're supposed to be doing. And I'm like, yo, I, I got to shake this shit. I got to yeah. become the corporate. It sounds like Slack a little bit, right? Slack. Yeah, yes, yeah, it it absolutely. Like absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Slack? Like YSL? Yo, no, Slack. Slack. T Love Slack. He talks about that shit every day. And I'm just oh, like, okay. yo, so I look, didn't get us on it. I got I got an interesting point. Now, so Chloe, being a woman in corporate. That's why we had that. We got to have a woman's point of view in a lot of these topics. You're in a male-dominated, I guess, you know, the, the corporate workforce came from from men mm-hmm. uh, originally and, like, women are still fighting those battles to be seen as equal sometimes. Or I mean, my boss is a woman, but mm-hmm. there are some times where I, I could assume that being a woman in corporate could be a good and a bad thing. Talk about that. Yeah. Let's hear about um, it. So far, I haven't experienced much with it but okay. i would say that i definitely work actually my team is more woman dominated mm, but mm, in the overall company i know there's more men right. but i would like to think that like they so far hear us equally but i would like to keep overpowering it that like more women my actual boss just got like partner of our company so oh, she's right. moving up so like to see that gives me hope that like I know it can be done. It's not like all men are partners of my company, if mm-hmm. that makes sense. So that's definitely inspiring, but it's definitely like it's just how you talk to people and like you mm-hmm. get their perspective. And I feel like working, I don't know if I have a good outlook on this because I work with a lot of women. So that's helpful mm. to me that it's not like I went in and have a male dominated team and just like True. feel overpowered, but everyone's listens to your voice so i would just voice that if i felt some type of way about it and i feel like they would be really responsive of it so far that's good then yeah, yeah. so you don't have any horror stories yeah no <laughs> i don't i want to take that <laughs> step up, i want to take that a step further so women in corporate right mm-hmm. do you think there's a such thing of course not in your prestigious corporation you know Lowe's food. you know what i'm saying but uh is there a such thing for women in corporate as a, a pretty privilege or pretty uh prejudice does that ever play a part where, you know, you don't think so? Yeah, no, maybe. I wouldn't maybe. say so because, honestly, mm. if I don't go in the office, I mean, half the time people don't even have pictures on their name. So, like, okay. I know you're a female from, like, how I talk to you and, like, get on the phone and what your name is. But other than that, like, I could never see the person that I work with. So maybe that's actually a question for him since he's... Oh. The male and <laughs> works with females, but like not so far. From Drake would tell us. Uh, pretty privileged. Pretty, pretty privileged. Pretty, pretty privileged. Uh, what is it? Prejudice. Pretty 
Tongue twister. Prejudice. Pretty. I don't know how I came up with it. You just said it. Perfect, too. Pretty. Prejudice. Pretty. Privilege. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, man, like, I feel like. I feel like the company I work at is pretty good in terms of moving people up based off of merit or like the work that they've done. But I definitely mm-hmm. feel like, I feel like pretty privileged is a thing just in life period. I was about yeah. To say, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like I, as, as uh, I go off this, right. People want to work and promote and have like partnerships with people that three things, right. Somebody they know, somebody they like, somebody they trust. Mm. Right. No like trust. I'm going to trust <laughs> you based off the work that you do. Right. I'm going to know you based off of how many interactions we've had, you know, what I know about your past, what I know what your ambitions are, but I like you. And that's usually based off me. Like, right. do I like, like relationships, yeah. personality, how well we vibe. And I think just naturally, how you look? most of the corporate, you know, corporations are dominated by male when it comes to leadership, right? And a leadership position, you know, that's mm-hmm. just facts. There are more men, CEOs and Fortune 500 companies, senior managers, managing directors. Exactly. It's still male dominated, not as bad as it was once upon a time. Right. And a lot of times they like someone that's a little bit prettier than they do someone that's not. Mm. So, I mean, I, I'm not a woman, so I can't speak from a woman's perspective. But yeah. at the same time, I definitely have seen... In certain ways, we're mm. like, yeah, I'll take like, let's go grab lunch with you know, mm. pretty one, the networking, the, right? The, the, networking, the, the networking, the whatever. And I mean, uh, some women work, uses their advantage. That's what I was going to say. Be mad at and it. I might say, Chloe, yeah. you maybe just shoot on a limb. Maybe you haven't. Like, I think they say <laughs> it's invisible to people who have it. You know what I'm saying? Like the pretty privilege you may be receiving, you may not even notice, perhaps, because you don't know the alternate. Right, because you've never seen you the other you side. The alternate, you know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? Your truth is just like what you've gone through and what you've Thanks. seen. But, you well, know, as long as bro, keeping... women go through, man, like a lot from yeah, a corporate yeah. standpoint. Like, even yeah. like, I feel like. Just getting in. Just, one, just getting in, too, as I've, as I've gotten a lot older, uh, only four and a half, five years in at this point. Mm-hmm. But, like, just seeing how, like, taking time away from your job can negatively affect, like, your promotion or things mm-hmm. of that nature. And I'm like, dang, like, if I was somebody that's trying to get promoted this year and I pop up pregnant, I'm like, dang, like, I'm not oh, getting promoted shit. this year, right? Yeah. Like, oh, or, so like, yeah, I, yeah. as I've started to grow up, I've started to understand like the woes of womanhood and like things of like how like child rearing or motherhood or things of that nature can sometimes take away or like, ah, I don't know if I want to ask her to stay late. I know she's got two kids, right? But the right. guy that's got two kids, uh, you know, his wife's there or what? they got a nanny, whatever. Oh, I'm true. okay. So like, as I've started to grow up, I've definitely started to realize certain aspects of how women can get treated differently in a negative way. So I mean, I'm all for it. If, if you're pretty, use it because y'all have enough challenges to go through, to be honest. Right. Just being a woman in a male dominated space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have an applause for that. I fuck with that. Hey, <laughs> hey yeah. I appreciate that. Now, hey, listen, I, I, this is a pro woman podcast. You know what I'm saying? 100%, 100%, 100%. We shout out the women, man, that's doing the hardworking jobs. You know what I'm saying? These corporate. What you call it, Lowe's Foods? Is that what you said? Yeah, Lowe, hey, Lowe's Food. Lowe's, Lowe's Food, food quote unquote. Yeah, you know what I mean? Food. What else we, uh, no, so, uh, yeah, go ahead. We, we kind of leaned into it. We talked about things like, well, Draper talked about things like pregnancy while mm-hmm. being, uh, trying to get a promotion, all these social life things that oh, kind of bleed into work. A lot of work bleeding into social life. <laughs> Boy, so, dating, man. Let them cook. Dating, 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 man. There's <laughs> a plethora. You look on Twitter, you look on Instagram, there's a plethora of people who really feel like there's no space or they talk as if there's no mm. space in their life for dating someone who's essentially a nine to five or eight to six or mm-hmm. whatever you might call it. And they and they talk about things like, oh, they're not as flexible. Or they're not as mm-hmm. this, that, and the third. And I, a lot of times, think it's baloney. They, they, talk, <laughs> they, they talk as if these people don't make money. We, right, know, right. we know that not to be the case. There's sure. someone when you say nine to five or that these people just work at, you know, 
you know, that they bag groceries at Lowe's Food. Not to say that there's nothing wrong with that, but that's <laughs> mm-hmm. the assumption a lot of times in people's heads. Yeah. As opposed to they very well might be their network might have some of the most powerful people in their respective industries in it. Mm-hmm. For sure. And there's not a light a lot of light shun on that. So if you guys could just speak to that, how you guys might have reacted to it. Maybe a woman in corporate who's very successful talking to men, a guy, I mean, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Just how people, you know, give us your spiel. Yeah. Um, I feel like that. I feel like that's kind of like y'all know. I'm sure y'all all know LLC Twitter. <laughs> yeah, LLC Twitter. I feel <laughs> like I feel like that's that's got to be like LLC Twitter's like mindset because I can't talk to somebody that got to be at work every day. Like, bro, if you Wait, what's LLC Twitter for the oh, people? LLC Twitter is the people that uh, I but, feel like they they harmonize and memorialize. They make it seem as if like you have to be an entrepreneur. It's written oh, in stone that like, everybody you wake needs. up, you get an you LLC, up, you get an LLC, right? You invest that in Twitter. You buy Twitter. Go get you funding take Twitter. This, you'll get thousand, fifty thousand million. Right. Right. You set up a meeting with Barack. You buy ten homes. Barack rents them, and then you own right, Petro. Right, right, right. But I'd be okay. like, bro, like they don't work they, like that all the time, right, bro? Like they, like they make entrepreneurship seem like it's the only path for anybody mm. that wants. To be successful and a right. lot of people mm-hmm. are not meant to be entrepreneur if everybody's right. an entrepreneur who's gonna be the worker right, right? like right. I'm not mad at like entrepreneurship I just know that it's not for everybody just for like sure. corporate is not for everybody right. so right. but the people that are like I can't date somebody that's a nine to fiver I think they have like this you know beautified view of what entrepreneurship looks like and I'm mm-hmm. talking to two entrepreneurs right now mm-hmm. y'all know more than anybody entrepreneurship takes time it takes effort right. it takes hard work yeah. it takes sacrifice yeah. just like doing anything on a nine to five does <laughs> right so Facts. Right. If you're an entrepreneur and you date somebody that's a nine to five, right? You want to go on a vacation in a week to Bali, right? Great. You what do you have to do? You got to work your ass off to make sure your business can sustain without you for a week. Mm-hmm. That nine to five has got to do the exact same thing. They got to put in PTO, get it approved, and then also make sure that their job is good while they're away. Like it's the same, same thing type of principles. Like it's yin and yang. It's yin and yang, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's the same thing. So like I mean. I can understand like somebody that's an entrepreneur wanting to date another entrepreneur because like we want to scale these businesses together. But like to be like, I can't date a nine to five. I mean, if you want to take out ninety five percent of the right. population as a people you can't date, <laughs> yeah. like, have at it. Maybe, maybe even more. Maybe like ninety eight percent of the people. Like I, I don't know the, the percentages of people that are entrepreneurs that are yeah, not. But yeah. like, if that's your prerogative, that's your prerogative. I just don't think that is one that's probably based in fact mm. or even maybe even reason. Yeah, to be sure. honest. I was going to say, like you said, you're probably canceling a lot of people out, but I feel like it's all kind of excuses too. Like no matter Ooh. what work you do, mm-hmm. well, excuses. Break <laughs> that down. Yeah, please do. Dive <laughs> Respectfully, into that. Like, you have to think what you do in a work day, whether you do corporate or entrepreneurship. Like you have so much to do, and you probably have a schedule of when you're doing it or what's most important. That text that you're going to send to someone takes two seconds if you really want to do it. If you Mm. just don't want to do it, then Mm -hmm. you're not going to do it. Mm -hmm. But it's like who you're dating doesn't really factor into it. I just feel like that's your perspective and you're not meeting a bunch of people probably because of that. Because if you're going to make time for someone, you will. Absolutely. Like, yeah, you could have corporate people. Like, I don't want to date an entrepreneur, man. I need somebody with healthcare, PTO. Like, right. You know, you right. Don't niggas, entrepreneurs <laughs> do not be having, you know, insurance, bro, healthcare, yeah, fucking Jeffrey dental. Said that when I was when I was up here fixing the fans, he said, if you follow me, you got benefits. You know, <laughs> I always rely on that. I said, yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, I got, yeah, I got yeah. good healthcare. Yeah, like, yeah, man. Like I had, I had a friend of mine. Like he, bro. So he, he was working a job. It was one that didn't come with healthcare, and mm. uh, he was like, bro, like, so he recently had a son. 
Mm. Like, bro, I have to get a job with healthcare. And I was like, why? He was like, bro, because like, he was, he was basically breaking down how much it was going to cost for him to mm. pay for his own healthcare and Ooh. his son's healthcare without like having a company that provided healthcare. Absolutely. And it was like, bro, damn near almost a thousand dollars a month. Like I think it was like 700 or something like that. And he was like, bro, mm. I need a job with healthcare. Like I can't, can't pay this. And I'm like, you know what? Makes sense. Like, I'm not pro mm-hmm. corporate or pro entrepreneurship, but like there's 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 good pros and, and cons to yeah. both. Like you kind of got to pick your battles. That's true, and that's why I have a problem with it. I kind of sit with both of you guys on it, man. A lot of these people who say these things, they uh they're part of that camp who falls in love with that word passive income and those key terms that kind of people just tag on to entrepreneurship. Yeah, they've never Fluff usually terms. built a real company. They don't really build. They don't understand the work that goes into it. They don't understand mm-hmm. how synonymous corporate and entrepreneurship can be, how it can become. There's middle management, there's higher level management, there's ground level employees, there's SOPs. But because we don't we don't associate entrepreneurship with that type of structure, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. people just assume you can wake up, they got this whole idea of being a boss. Yeah, so I can wake up, do what I want, I can do it. And those generally those people don't have the real responsibilities of a real boss. Mm-hmm. You don't have anybody who you have to do things, you don't have to send information to. They mm-hmm. don't have the type of structure. They're not living the entrepreneurship life. Mm-hmm. They just see the shit they get on Twitter because generally there's the people who are selling the shit and actually doing they're it, not telling they're the selling that life story. They're not telling the full story. They yeah. got a course to sell. Yeah. I'm going to sell this to you. You're going to buy it. Speaking of, <laughs> course dropping on Monday, man, from Vision to Fashion. If you want a uh, full Sorry. clothing brand guide to building and scaling a clothing brand. I didn't mean to pub that in there, but we nah, ain't you know. Know. This, is actually, this is actually a legitimate course Love that actually has factual but that's and logical a, information. And that's into the thing. It. Like I've lived both lives. Yeah. Not because mm-hmm. I've lived from, from going from the entrepreneur, like started my business in college, and then figuring out like as life went on. Like entrepreneurship was breaking me even I'm good but like mm-hmm. I want to do some other things so why not do both so I use my major mass communications to get into corporate in the sales and now I'm doing both now that balancing act is something I'm still figuring out because it's still new yeah bro what's that so, like like bro yeah, it's, I don't know too many people that are doing that man it's <laughs> tough and it's I, like somebody told me well it's this phrase like you can't put 100% into everything mm-hmm. so I've noticed like even like my gym routine like you got so many things you, know, you want to go to the gym you got to mm-hmm. run a business you got to go to work yeah. you got to have uh, you know a relationship mm-hmm. all those things bro it's hard to get every single one of those 100 so then it's about prioritizing what makes this, what makes sense mm-hmm. so then it's like you know with my brand it's at the point now where it can run itself to where I don't have to do so much sort of similar to Brill like we don't have to do so much because we've done a lot up until this point mm-hmm. but now like I'm trying to reinvent like with 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 uh, entrepreneurship, I'm finding that I got to reinvent. Like the same way I was selling clothes in 2017, 18, 19, 20, I can't do that in 2023. The market mm-hmm. has changed. The the medium has changed as far as where I'm sending my information to and like how I'm doing it. So I'm having to figure out how to adapt with the times, still be relatable, yeah. still, you know what I'm saying, establish relationships with like my manufacturers and packets. And like I'm outsourcing a lot of work now rather mm-hmm. than me being, y'all been to my crib before. I'm pressing shirts during the party, <laughs> but like I'm, I'm doing the hard work and you know, I still do some of that, but I can't do as much just because of work. Yeah. So I'm like balancing it. So it's, it's tough, but like I'm, I'm, you know, making it work and still, you know, doing it. But if you want a course on, you know, everything about how to do <laughs> that, like how to, yeah, how to yeah, make shit. it happen. If you want to go from vision <laughs> to fashion, make sure you buy my course, man. Yeah, it's coming yeah, out yeah, 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 very, yeah. very, so it's, by the time yeah. you see this, it'll be out. So nice. go ahead and buy that course, man. It's, it's it's a good price, but I've got manufacturers and I got everything like basically the like the the stuff I wish I would have known mm-hmm. before. And that's what brings me to a good segue with y'all. What do you wish you would have known, Chloe, going into mm-hmm. corporate now versus like what you thought? What do you, what's some things you wish you would have known or you would have realized to say you would have asked your younger self ten um, years ago, five years ago? Like what's something you wish you would have known that you could tell someone who asked y'all how y'all got to where y'all are? 
Probably the work-life balance, which I think is like the main topic of like how to manage it. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that's a big thing from going from college to working for the rest of your life. People don't talk about that transition and like how to manage that schedule. And I'm sure a lot of people struggle with it. It's just not talked about, which Mm -hmm. I think it should be more talked about and more just like how to go about your everyday life. Like you made a good point. You can't put a hundred percent into everything. Like you probably want to work out every day, meal prep, like work (laughs) two jobs. Like you're saying, like, (laughs) it's just, it's not all feasible in a day. I can write it all down. Like I'm going to do it and be this inspirational (laughs) person to everyone. Mm. But realistically it just doesn't all happen. Like you run out of time. So I feel like my younger self, I would like learn how to manage that better. And you just learn as you go and try to like figure out what I want to do quicker, like for the rest of my life. So it's Mm kind of like best of both worlds, but you also got to figure that out with time. And And like, as you go, we'll stick on you for a second. So you're in a new phase now where you're doing some modeling on the side. You're doing some work for a company. You want to, I'll let you shout them out, but how have you balanced like coming into a field that you never were in before and, you know what I'm saying, balancing your work life that you, you know, get the majority of your money from like living a day to day type of thing, balancing what you like to do versus what you sort of have to do. For sure. Um, first, the brand is Aim Couture. We're in Carolina Place Mall. Shout them out. <laughs> Black owned um, business. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Turned up, man. That's Definitely what's up. Definitely going from work. That's what we were talking about. Our schedules, how the working from home is flexible. Mm-hmm. Like, okay. I know the day I have photo shoots, I'm probably going to work like a little less to go do that and then the next day I'll put in like 10 hours or a little more to like Mm. still have everything balanced out but it's like work hard play hard like that is like my fun job and then my regular job like you got to do that to pay the bills so it's kind of like working it all around that you're going to get it all done it's just some days are longer than others so you can get all of that done if that makes sense like in the week span Mm. and definitely planning it all out like I just got to be prepared that some days are going to be 10, 12 hours. So then the next day I can have a little shorter of a day and go mm-hmm. do something that I enjoy. And I want to put my time and effort into, cause I want that to take off as well. That's if that up. makes sense. That's what's up. <clears throat> I feel uh, like for me, yeah, what you got, like Dre? what I would have known beforehand, which I, I figured it out pretty, pretty early on. I just feel like, you know, somebody told me this in college, I probably would have been more adamant about knowing about it is probably the importance of mentorship is, mm huge and I mean like that that spans heavy into corporate but even outside of corporate in life true. right there's so many people that look like you think like you or from the same place that you're from that have gone through the exact same things that you've gone through mm-hmm. and can help you navigate help you not make the same mistakes that they made like that is super 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 important and like I feel like if you got a great company they can you know set you up with you know certain mentors but after a while you got to find your own because every mentor that a company just throws in your face Here's your whatever. Here's mm-hmm. your big brother. Here's your peer advisor. Here's your right. whatever it may be. It's not going to be the perfect person for you, but like finding a good mentor is key because they can literally just imagine a running back going through a hole and they got an offensive tackle just pushing down linebacker safety mm-hmm. and just leading them to the end zone. Like you having somebody that's gone through the exact same thing that you've gone through before can shield you from so many problems and issues. And that's important for people. I feel like in, in, so many areas of life, whether you want to buy a house and you got somebody that's gone through the process two years ago mm. or 20 years ago, their first one, and they're on their 15th house right now, right? Like just having that, or you got a model that started in Charlotte, moved to New York, came back down to Charlotte, been to Cali, like you talking to them and understanding them, how they navigated their success and their story, mm-hmm. like that is super it's key. Not, not reinventing the wheel. You're not, and there's no need because you, right. you, know, you probably know somebody or can be connected with somebody that's done exactly what you're doing and probably done it better than you and can help you. So mentorship in corporate, that's something I want to kind of stick on because uh, 
something that I hear uh, people who work in corporate talk about all too well is the competition. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've heard people in corporate say things like uh, the big brother or mentor or manager might teach them a process or might mm-hmm. teach them a system and they'll do it wrong intentionally mm-hmm. because they know that they don't want somebody to come and take their job. You know, you get to pay this lower tier person who's a little bit younger less money to do that job so you kind of want the person under you to not do as well and not learn certain things mm-hmm. so have you guys ever seen or experienced a situation where that competition mm-hmm. does uh kind of bleed its way through and affect the leadership that people provide or mentorship that people provide each other i'll let you go okay i was gonna <laughs> touch on his point that i feel like it's all about the people you know because especially at a big corporate company you're a really small fish in a big pond and that's how it's going to be for a really long time. So it's like, how are you going to set yourself apart from the person sitting next to you that started at the same time as you? And there's also a hundred thousand other people out there that started across the country. Yeah. Across across the country, country. states Mm -hmm. everywhere. So it's like, how are you going to set yourself apart from them? And I feel like the big thing is your mentor. Like my counselor broke it down to me. Like, we're all playing a game. So it's like, who's going to play that game better. And you kind of, it's really about the people, you know, and I feel like you get the gist of like, if people are with you or they're just trying to be better than you. Mm. So I really lean on my team once I know I can trust them and like take their advice. Cause then there's other people that like, they're just head down in the books. They're working. And that's what they like to do. Like they don't care about mm-hmm. your life outside of work. And I feel like that sets people apart. Like if I go to work every day, it's exhausting. I want to make sure the people I'm working with know, what I'm going through and can relate to that and we're not just like staring at a computer all day like mm-hmm. you got to know the people you work with and mm-hmm. that's how you set yourself apart from other people mm-hmm. is by like having that closer relationship and then other people just you can tell when they don't want you to win like you mentioned yeah mm-hmm. yeah that makes sense I would definitely say I've seen and and I've seen it I've felt it Everybody that's like put into your life from a work standpoint does not have your best interest at heart. Yeah. Everyone is not, everyone that's set up as your like quote unquote mentor at work or even just somebody that's your boss, they're not interested necessarily in, you know, making you the best worker that you can be or having you, you know, have the most success at work that you can have or developing you into the best like corporate or entrepreneur or whatever in person it may be. Mm -hmm. So like you definitely, I'm, I'm gonna go back to no like trust. <laughs> no like if trust. I, when I'm looking no for like a mentor, trust. do I know them? How well do I know them? How well do I like them? And most importantly, like how well do I trust them? Mm-hmm. Like career advice with mentorship, right? Like think about those three things, and you'll find a great mentor. Do we have a uh, sob story every where you might not have been driven in the right place <laughs> oh, by a particular man. person at Lowe's, of course, at Lowe's, <laughs> like, and it could at be Lowe's like food. not specifically yeah. work, like a, a project at work a or a assignment or a deadline or I've like you know what I'm saying? I've had yes, a few. for sure. Um, Go ahead. Definitely, like that's the other thing about a corporate life and the flexibility. Yes, but you don't know other people's schedules. So, like, I could be getting on at seven because I have to get off by five for my other responsibility. Mm-hmm. Other people could be getting on at nine and logging off at five, six, seven, like whatever their schedule is. But it's hard because, like, you can have someone throw something at you when you're about to log off, and it's just like then you got to communicate to them if it's important and they're higher up than you you sometimes can't say no Mm. or like you sometimes can but it's like that's like looking out for people's best interest when they're that high up and don't know your schedule exactly because you're so much lower than them Mm -hmm. that's how it is they just throw stuff at you so you got to manage it all and like make sure 
they don't know if I've already worked during busy season 12 hours, but they still need something out by midnight. Like you got to force yourself to stay on buckle down and do that. And that gets draining sometimes, but that's just, that's how it goes. And that's why it comes back to communication of trying to like voice to people when like, you just can't, go anymore that day like you can pick up the next day but you mm. need your sleep because like a good stopping point yeah mm-hmm. and some people yeah. don't and they work i was never a night owl in college so i know how i work i need <laughs> to be done by 11 i need my sleep other people they'll be on to like 4 a.m and i'm just wow. like i personally can't do that mm. so you just got to communicate and know your boundaries you want to not a, you weren't a night owl in college no, Jesus. I like God. my sleep. Oh wow, I sleep a lot. Yeah. Yo, but, yeah. I don't know. It's not. I don't believe it. Jesus Christ, and that's painful. Yeah, that was a painful college. I know you were up at two a.m., but that's <laughs> the pain that you might have been experiencing yeah. right. to make it out. Um, we could time out. We could time out. We could time out. We could time yeah. out. Yeah, I got a. I got a very interesting statement. Into that lane. All right, here we go with the clip. Here we go. Late at twenty-five. And they found work immediately. I know people who never went to university but found what they love at 18. I know people who found a job straight out of college, making decent money, but hate what they do. I know people who have children but are single. And I know people who are married but have had to wait eight to 10 years to have children. I know people in relationships who love someone else. I know people who love each other but aren't together. So my point is, Everything in life happens according to our time, our clock. You may look at some of your friends and think that they're ahead of you. Maybe some of them you feel are behind. But everything happens at their own pace. They have their own time and clock, and so do you. Be patient. You already know what he said. Let's get it. Sugar Hill Gang. Shout out the girl in the back. Shout out my corporate workers. Yes, sir. Shout out everybody that's doing the nine to five thing. It's your boy Sterling. We back. You already know that we back. Welcome back live at the five. You already know what it is. Oh, man. Let me, we got some stories to talk about live at the five. The Not the British way. Not the British way. Hey, me and Drake used to fuck goddamn live the five up. Dog, we used to oh go God. in there we lost Thursday. <laughs> Captain Morgan Strong. Oh God, we I'm pregame have, 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 have cut a, the fuck out of that shit. A bottle what of Captain Morgan's. <laughs> I'm gonna have to cut the hell out of what you just said. <laughs> yeah, pause that That was a two second pause. Good God, I was thinking about live at the five. Two minutes and forty seconds. I got back in the day. Hey, she was thinking it too. Hey, I was like, Sterling, hurry up. You cannot give me any advice. Back in the day, we used to go crazy at Live After Five, bro. That's all I'm saying. We used to go crazy at Live After Five. Me, him, KJ, the whole gang, bro. And I had a homeboy that used to work security, bro. So we just go on the bottom floor. We ain't had to pay them. We go straight in, bro. New Year's. I mean, we was out there. We was, we was having a hell of a time at Live After Five. Shout out to Epicenter, man. Shout out to. I think that was before you came to Charlotte. Downtown is a spot called the Epicenter. R.I.P. the Epicenter. Fucking ten clubs in there. I mean, it was it was just a place. A bowling to, alley, food spot. The bowling alley, food. The, the late night food. Everything, bro. So, uh, shout out to Epicenter, man. But nonetheless, we back. We back on our last time in of this episode. You know what I'm saying? And we've had a very in depth conversation uh, conversation about corporate life, balancing that with social life, talking about. 
things you would have changed in your past with with corporate things you would you know do now in corporate just a whole episode devoted to our corporate workers out there people just really you know even if you're not corporate you're working a nine to five some of these you know i'm saying things we're talking about are common similarities that happen in the job force job field uh regardless so um you know it's been it's been it's been a good episode man that's been good to talk to our corporate people, man. I got dreams of going corporate one day. Not for long. Yeah, tell like 30 days. Man, listen, I have me, <laughs> and my, master plan. me and my dog T, man. One day, you know, we're just going to go get three-piece suits. You know, the plaid, you know, tailored suits, right? And that's the crisp. You don't even wear them no more, bro. Crisp, well, but it's part of the dream. I need some Cole Hines. Cole Hines hard bottoms, right? Hard bottoms? Right. Then we got to get those crisp white button down right yeah. cuff links you know what I mean <laughs> briefcase yeah, briefcase briefcase leather briefcase and I, we want to have a boardroom meeting it's got to be this you know 12 foot long no we 18 foot long brown two second pause you know there you go <laughs> pause, pause, 18, pause. 12, hey, Six, 5 by 8 <laughs> what it is the 5 hey, by yo. 18 wooden table like mahogany brown table mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. What, what do they have at the front to have this meeting, I need twelve other people to just need- in suits to random just sit down, just, just fill spots, <laughs> and just go up there. You need a uh, the just little board. Talk about some shit. This Somebody shit have a meeting. Somebody yell at us for not really doing bro, numbers. Yeah. It be meetings about meetings, bro. That's all it be. It be meetings <laughs> so about the meeting you about to have. What do we want to meet about next <laughs> right. week? Let's think it's, about it. It's like Wally, the album about nothing. Let's the meeting about the meeting. Oh, about I do got a good a, do, a good clip. Um, once y'all go ahead and get in, I'm gonna find this clip. This guy was talking about uh, corporate lingo. Corporate lingo, yeah, man. It's funny, like the you get in corporate, like the emails and stuff we were talking about. Yeah. Earlier, like you get into it, and it's like a it's a lingo and a set parameter about how you have to talk and how you like mm. send messages and like just the the enamor in there, bro. It's, per it's my a, last email, that type mm-hmm. stuff, that type of stuff. Give yeah, give us some man. more. Give us some more. Per my last email, um, let's circle Drake. back on this. Let's circle let's back. Circle back on this. Okay, <laughs> let's one, take he was, this offline. Oh, say it again. Please see below. Please see okay, below. Okay, okay. Let's take this so, offline. We don't want to boil the ocean. You know, boil right, the ocean. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. Say, we don't want to boil is, the ocean. We're going to, man, on my day, I just been trampolining, bro, from meeting to meeting. <laughs> you know, trampolining? Is it like, uh, is it like, like, look down upon, like, snitching low key? Like, if you BCC somebody in the email, and they, you know, blindly like, hey, I'm gonna protect my supervisor. And this shit, this email. Honestly, I don't. I feel like most people don't BCC. They want, they want you to see who else is gonna see. Yeah, it. they want mm-hmm. you. They kind of want you to see who. Like, Check if you it. like, if you messing up, like, I ain't heard from Brill in a week, but I've been emailing him three times. Let me CC his boss so <laughs> he <laughs> knows <laughs> that hey, I, I mean business, Brill. <laughs> Listen to <laughs> this. Send me those reports. And tomorrow I'll let you know, guys. I am so sorry that I'm late to the call. I have just that. been trampling. Really spice things up. Here we go. During your nine to five, I could make 14 parts of this, but here we go. You know what, Chastity? I didn't even think about that as an option. Now that you say it, let me marinate on that tonight. And tomorrow I'll let you know. Guys, I am so sorry that I'm late to the call. I have just been trampolining from meeting to meeting today. You know, I'm bouncing here. I'm bouncing there. I'm just doing a flip into the next one. It's like insane. So if there are no questions on what we just walked through, I'm going to pass the baton to Tori to take us <laughs> through the next part. So Tori, take it away. I don't know who's responsible for watering the crops or lack thereof, because the numbers are not really growing as they should be. Here's some more creative corporate lingo to really spice things. He has these like uh shout out Stefan Rigatoni. Mm, he has these okay. corporate videos of like corporate lingo, man. It's hilarious the mm. stuff that he comes up with. That's literally how they talking. And I'm just being there like, yo, this is just like a movie, bro. This is not TikTok. Lying, bro. It's very real. <laughs> yeah. That's very, very real. The corporate lingo, man. 
So yeah, whose whose job can I pull up? At what department at Lowe's do I need to pull up to in my three piece suit to just yeah? This is what Brill from accounting. Hey, just three piece, hey. three piece suit on the job would be insane. Insane nowadays. People insane. Bro, I'd be dressed up in mine. People don't even really dress up like that. Like it's not even a thing. That's yeah, a people line. rarely dress up. Into the office, I want to dress up. I want to feel like that business. You want to feel? Yeah, right. it's just the look. Jeans, Bro. I'm like, Man. Crazy. I'm gonna just take my three piece suit and my briefcase, and I'm gonna just walk uptown, just like yeah, yeah. yeah hey, you can do that. This is just you can do that. Put some AirPods in, looking at my white draper, nah. get a get an Apple Watch. I just don't. I usually don't even wear this door. It's usually like a, a Movado or, or something like that. Hey, to, you know, drop a big big name. <laughs> Hey, don't hey. Call, hey, listen, no. Listen, I'll be at the Movado company store. Let's let's go ahead and run this uh this dog eat dog. Okay. Gotcha. Like we said, it's a tournament style, this or that. But this one is not gonna compare the next option to the next one. It's gonna be two scenarios, then we'll go to the next two scenarios. Traditional this or that. Traditional. Okay. This so or this that. one, in person meeting or virtual meeting? Virtual. Mm, I'll probably go in person. Yo, Draper's gonna get everybody. Everybody gonna leave that office. Leave that initiative of bringing everybody back to the office. I don't want everybody back in the office, but I think some meetings can be handled much better in person, especially mm. if it's like a meeting that turns into something else. Like this could be a mm-hmm. meeting that turns into a workshop or a meeting where it's like mm-hmm. we didn't really figure this out. Let's like, even though the meeting is technically done after thirty minutes, let's linger for like five ten because we didn't figure this out. Right. From a productivity standpoint, I'm gonna go meeting in person. From a, okay. I'm about to go like a nap. Right, virtual, <laughs> virtual. But now that everyone's home, to rally everyone to get it in person, it's almost worse. They got Drake too much of a hassle. They got Drake to lead the. Initiative. They got Drake to lead that they got initiative, me, bro. They got to the office. <laughs> All right, we got entry level job or middle management job. Like, just did you like it better when you were just coming in your job, or would you, you know, what I'm saying that middle phase of where you at. Try to go to Ben's. I'm still kind of there, but uh, I had okay. an internship and now I guess staff. I yeah, so you sort of have moved up. Internship, I at least got paid for overtime, so I would say that. <laughs> Shout Man. out overtime. For, for a while, uh, I sit in just my dealing. Go, you can go ahead. And I would just that. say it depends because depends. Yeah. The, I saw a quote that was, it was like, uh, you know, when you're, when you get to, when you have to lead people, right? Mm-hmm. It's always harder because at the end of the day, you're at the bottom. There's nobody else that's really truly dependent upon mm-hmm. your success. If right. I'm middle management and my intern or my staff or my analyst or my associate messes up, I can fix it. I'm good. Mm-hmm. With me at quote unquote middle management or whatever it may be, if you're middle management, you've got a whole team of people that are looking for you to lead them, mm-hmm. correct their mistakes. Like mm. I think you may do a little bit less of the nitty gritty right. from a middle, a middle management standpoint. Mm-hmm. But it's a little bit more stressful because more things are dependent upon your success than if you're. There's not as many people to make up for your mistakes. Got you. Yeah, I would, yeah, I'd take that better. I was just joking, but I would say, <laughs> <laughs> I <would> say, <laughs> middle management probably because I like to have a bigger voice. But he Got made you. a very good point. Like you don't have to, I guess, have as much knowledge yet mm-hmm. when you're mm-hmm. like staff entry level. You're just the workhorse. You're doing everything. Right. Whereas the next level, you're not doing as much work. You're like reviewing more, so it Other goes quicker stuff. as long as you understand it. Mm-hmm. Yo, quick, my bad. I want to add yeah, that. Yo, the middle management is probably, if anything, because when I did have a job before, uh, when I first job, graduated, I, I was a trainer. Uh, oh, assistant, about, okay. yeah, assistant director. Gotcha. So, uh, uh, strength and conditioning. So, you have to manage other coaches. You have to manage clients. Mm-hmm. But then you're not necessarily the top dog. So you're still taking information down. Mm-hmm. And I always compare uh, middle management to being the oldest child, right? Mm. Because you don't have any of you don't have any of the privileges or the power or freedom as those who are hiring you. Mm-hmm. Right. You can't take direction in that type of way. 
but you also don't have the privileges and the freedom of being absent-minded mm-hmm. sometimes and lack of and lack thereof responsibility yeah. as someone who's entry level or the youngest child. So yeah. that you know, that's a tough spot. That's what I like to compare it to. That's why uh generally people love to be at either at the bottom or closer to the top of the mm-hmm. you know pyramid of management. I would say so. Yeah. So next so. we have lunch at your desk, like you talked about, or going out for lunch while you're on the clock. With the three piece and the hard bottoms and the briefcase. <laughs> when you're in the office, like you just eating at the desk, just keep just so you can keep working. Is or this you, at the office or yeah, at home? Yeah, if you at the office, if you at the office. If I'm at the office, I'm gonna choose to go out every time. Okay. Uh, it's just a break. Like you need a break. <laughs> and then, like, I'm also very much so. I'm very pro office. Buy <laughs> get everybody in the I'll office. Get via them there now. Nine a.m. <laughs> Everybody clock in with me. Hey, listen, we having cuts, recessions. So make sure you nah. Yo, I'm pro like I'm pro not bringing your lunch <laughs> to the office because I'm pro like mm. having some sort of control over your day. Like it's lunchtime, mm. I'm gonna control. What am I gonna eat? Where right. am I gonna go? Like I, it's I've always I always enjoyed like being able to just choose something and like what am I gonna right. do for? I'm in a salad, I'm a sandwich movie, yada yada. So I'm pro true, like true. go out for lunch okay. if you're in the office. Chloe, what you got? If I'm in the office and my team is there, I'll go out. But I always pack my lunch just in case no one's there. I'll just work through lunch. I'd rather get it done sooner and be able to go home and do other things than work. Mm -hmm. True. Mm -hmm. That's a good point. Next, we got uh, coming in early. Or leaving late. Early. Get me in early. Life happens <laughs> get everybody late. Everybody in late. Everybody in late. Everybody clock in. Get these niggas in the office. <laughs> <laughs> everybody clock in. No, no, no. But me personally, like, bro, I would much rather get in it even if you... Baby even Purple you, Heart. Oh God! Oh God! That's the bad thing about Bluetooth. Oh, my So I'm taking I'm taking getting in at 7 a.m. and getting off at three or four, as opposed to getting in at nine or ten and having to get off at six. So much more life happens life after happens five o'clock. Late. Between five and ten, that's when life happens, right? Yeah. Nothing is really happening besides old people going to the gym or really motivated people <laughs> going to the gym before right. eight a.m. Like that's it. So I'd rather work during that time period, get off, be able to enjoy some sunlight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Be able to enjoy mm-hmm. some after work activities. I'm taking going in early over going in late. I agree. I go Same. in, especially in the office. I try to go earlier than I would even when I start at home, just to yeah. try to get out earlier, beat rush hour, mm-hmm. and just get done earlier. Like I said, so. Okay. Do you hate work and love your employees, or do you love work? Did I say that right? No. Would hate you? Work. Would you rather? Would hate- you rather a scenario where you hate your job and you love your employees, or you love? Your work and hate your employees. I hope I said that correctly. You did. I did. Okay. Um, I feel like. Well, I'd rather love both, but that's not an option. Of course, in a perfect world, but that's where I run my. I would. um, I'd probably love the people and hate the work, which is kind of what I go through right now. Just Mm. because, like, it's definitely not my dream to do accounting, but Mm -hmm. I also love some of my team members. So that really makes it motivating to like get back on each day and keep doing it. It's not like I can't stand the people I talk to and hate the work. So it makes it worthwhile because at one point work's always going to be work. So you want to enjoy the people Um, you're working mm -hmm. with to make it enjoyable. I'm a hundred percent on the same way because like you work with great people. It can make, the worst work in the world feels mm-hmm. so much better. Right. Because we can, all hate this shit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Together. We, we all hate We're going to bond about how much we hate this <laughs> right. shit. We're going to laugh about it. We're going to take a jokes. drink after this. We're going to take a drink after this. But you could, you could be doing your, like, what you, what God made you to do, your number one job, what your mm-hmm. purpose, your passion is. And if you work with people you can't stand, oh, it man. is going to pull away from the work that you're doing. So That's even true. best case scenario with yeah. either yeah. one, 
working with people that you actually enjoy and like is definitely going to add if you have a shitty job as opposed to the other way around. So I'm going to, I'm going to always take the people over to work when it comes to how much one, how much of each I'm going to enjoy. Okay. we got two more unlimited PTO or scheduled PTO. We sort of dived into it. Mm-hmm. Dre, maybe you can give a little I'm spill a, of what nah, that means. I'm a real quick. going like a scheduled amount of PTO for the year. A hundred percent, hundred percent. And a limited PTO always, it sounds great. Right, it's, it's a man. I take as much time off as I want. Like, y'all not gonna see me for two months. You see if your job there when you get back. <laughs> yeah, Recession right. come, hey man. We those those two months those you took two off. Months you took off, right? Just, like, ask you to, just take a couple more. Yeah, like, take a couple definitely. More. Yeah. No, but I mean, like, I, every study has shown that, like, when when companies move from a set standard amount of PTO into unlimited PTO, people take less time off. Right, mm-hmm. that's just it's kind of a psychological thing. Like if you're, yeah, it's sort know, of like a uh, reverse psychology. It's kind of so, reverse psychology. Yeah. We'll give you as much as you want. Take, take it, much, it, take it. But you know, but would not. you? Should you? <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, should Whereas, like when you it's have like a, integrity, it's integrity. Like, damn, I don't. Should I like it? You, you fall, yeah. you fall victim to peer pressure. You've got a bunch right. of hard workers. You know, people that don't want to take any time off. Right. Yeah. You feel bad taking time off. Mm-hmm. There's no like set amount where people are like making sure, like, hey, like, come bro, back. We want to make sure you take your time off at a limit. There's nobody to say, bro, you haven't taken enough time off this year or mm-hmm. your days aren't going to roll over or mm-hmm. we've noticed you've been lacking because nobody's tracking it because it's unlimited so i'm taking Ooh. a set amount every single time over unlimited although unlimited is kind of the new wave with companies but mm-hmm. think about it again companies more often than not have their interest and in not yours at heart true mm-hmm. shit. so if they know you're going to take less time off why not move to unlimited pto yeah yeah I agree with that. I've never had scheduled. I'm only unlimited right now, but I Mm. already see that about like feeling guilty to take it. And then everyone else is still working or like Mm -hmm. the other staff not taking as many as you. Cause Mm -hmm. like it sucks to say, but that's how you, they measure you. They print all your hours on a spreadsheet, how much time you took off, (laughs) Mm. see like how much you were utilized. And like, it does come into play. If you took 20 days off and someone else only took 10, like how are you going to look? So I agree with that scheduled for sure. Yeah, so to just uh, reverse looking at Sally like, listen, Sally, we're gonna take <laughs> the end of the month off. You hear me? We're gonna Girl, take listen. the month off. <laughs> they owe you three months. You haven't taken that like right, right. Help me help you. <laughs> so last last question on this: hourly pay or salary pay for both of y'all? If you want, whoever want to jump at it first. Uh, so I like benefits. Nah, <laughs> I be twisting ankles, benefits. tearing groins. Like I be sick. Like, hey, I want to go to the doctor, man. Like, right. I'm probably going to take salary just because I prefer like the, the benefits that come with it. But overtime is amazing. So it's, yeah, just, like, it's yeah. a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough toss up, but I would probably take salary because then I can also take time off and it not affect my pay. Mm. True. Yeah. That's how I probably feel too. It definitely sucks when you're working like 60 hour weeks and only getting paid for 40. Mm-hmm. But then I guess you got to remind yourself that it's more that comes with the job than just the paycheck too. So mm-hmm. it's just something to keep in check. So you're not like, I wish I had an hourly job right now. Yeah. And when you take zero, you getting paid for that 40. True. <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Can't forget that. Can't, can't, forget, can't that. forget that part. Right. Yeah, right. right. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yo, guys. I just think about what Draper said. Draper was like, yo, I suck these last three days. <laughs> Trash. But I, I still got paid. Anything. <laughs> I still get paid. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> oh, my God, bro. But yeah, man. Are we, uh, yeah, I think I think that's I think that covered it, man. Is there yeah. anything else that you feel like you guys feel like we should talk about in terms of the corporate? Anything you guys want to say? A last little spiel. Let's do. The, go ahead and plug your brand. brand. Plug what's going on. This is your camera right here. So talk oh, to your camera. Okay. Let them know what's um, going on. Carolina Place Mall. A new boutique opened. Aim Couture, black-owned business. Come check us out right outside of Belk's upper level. 
You know what it is. What do y'all have? What do y'all specialize in? What are y'all selling? Um, women's clothing. We're working on men's because people have gave us comments about that. But mm. women's clothing, it gives like a Miami Cali vibe. Just mm. like unique clothes you're not going to get from like a regular online store or just mm. like. I feel like vacation clothes. Yeah, for sure. But unique. Like I have a lot of pieces that I've never seen online, like Mm. shopping on like fashion. Where can they find it? In online. Where can they find it? Instagram, all that. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram is aim under underscore couture. And then online it's in my bio. Once you click on that page. Mm. In my bio. (laughs) You heard it. Neighbor, what we shouting out, man. You ever want to see more corporate Chloe? She's over in the accounting. Corporate Chloe. I like that. Corporate Chloe. What you got? Uh, I'm gonna shout out people doing what's best for them and their family. Like it's not it's, it shouldn't be a debate of corporate versus entrepreneurship in terms of one is better for the other. Mm-hmm. Do what is best for you and your family at that time in your life, and that is the best decision for you. So, you know. Mm. Shout out to all the entrepreneurs, shout out to all the nine to fivers, man. It's been a pleasure being on the show. Hey man, like we always say before Brill wraps it, man, it's mm-hmm. been a pleasure having y'all. Y'all are now friends of the show. Friends of the Anytime show. Anytime y'all want to come on and chat, kick it. Y'all just want to kick it. <laughs> We're gonna establish yeah. a live audience out there. We was talking I about need, that. Yeah, <laughs> so, bro, I need so, that. So like we we've done it a couple times. People like you know we got the space now, so people can chill in here, just drink. If y'all want to <laughs> come on a show and just kick it, if we got somebody on to interest you or something, mm-hmm. yeah. just come vibe out with us, man. We we don't have much paint getting lonely back there. We. <laughs> <laughs> We see you though, bro. Yeah, <laughs> but nah, friends of the show, appreciate y'all coming. This was like a a trampolining of scheduling. Honestly, <laughs> trying to get like you know, you was on board from the beginning. We had yeah. somebody come and fall off, and we just like not fall off, but like schedules just didn't permit. Man, we just been trying to see get all that. Yeah, and shout out yeah, Mac yeah. for sending out those emails. But appreciate y'all for actually coming in and, and rocking out with us, man. It's been fun. Absolutely, it's been yeah, fun. Man, it's been a pleasure, man. We appreciate y'all. Huh, absolutely, man. Once again, just a regurgitated man. Friends of the show, come back anytime, man. And if all hearts and minds are clear, man, that's it's been a good show, Stir. How you feeling, man? You good? Good. Oh, Drip, tell me where they can oh, find you at, oh, yeah. bro. Tell me, my yeah. bad. Y'all can find me on the gram. <laughs> I, have, no, I have no brand to present. <laughs> just, hey, just, just a regular nigga living in Charlotte, bro. Like, you can find me on IG, Draper underscore six. Hit my DMs, comment under my pics, link in bio. There's no link in bio. There's no link in bio. Except in his LinkedIn. LinkedIn. I put my LinkedIn in. Let's connect on LinkedIn. Draper Brown. Just hit my line. How do people? This is about sidebar. How do people look at it when you have like 500 connections? Is that like prestige? Everybody should have 500 connections or more. Oh fuck! I'm so I don't. Draper's dropping gems. I'm just dropping gems. Get your connections up to 500. If not, I'm looking at you like. No, 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 no. Yeah, just get them up to five hundred. Yeah. Add your grandma, your auntie, your people in the school, you be all right. There it is, man. Had to take the shades off. Two thirty, two thirty. We're not following you. No experience. We got nothing in common. We have nothing in common. Oh man, it's been a blessing, y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. YouTube, please subscribe. Audio listeners, please download the episode, man. Yes, sir. If you're listening to this on Spotify, Apple Music, I heart all that and above make sure you go check us out on youtube youtubers make sure you slide over to apple podcast spotify and all that i just mentioned man uh thank you guys for appreciate um not thank you guys appreciating us thank you guys for watching us <laughs> we thank um, you for appreciation too we thank you we're for appreciating for us appreciating y'all as uh. we do yeah yeah that in the third but yeah man it's been a great episode man welcome back to is that am i supposed to say welcome, welcome back, back to nah, no appreciate y'all tuning in appreciate y'all tuning in 
to the Epicenter of the Podcast. I don't know why I'm having brain farts right now. But that's D-A-E-P-I-C-E-N-T-R-E, the British way, in case you didn't know. That's the UK, the UK way. way. You know what I'm saying? Big UK way. You know what I mean? And uh, let's get it. Yeah, that's it, man. That's it, that's it, that's it. Peace, man. Yeah. Appreciate y'all. You know what it is. Take us out of here. Let's go. DJ Storm. I don't know where it's still, baby. Casamigos. Go buy corporate Chloe a drink. Yeah, she working hard all day. Live at the five. I had a big frame right now. I was like,